Ladies and gentlemen, it's Friday. So it's time for the Win, Lose, or Tie podcast with your host, the styling, profiling, limousine riding, swatch wearing, kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, woo, son of a gun. And he's having a hard time holding down those alligators. Ty King. Yo, yo, yo. Oh my goodness, it's Friday. We made it. I think this is like four weeks in a row I've done an episode. I don't know what's wrong with me right now. So, uh, But I'm glad you're here. This is the Win, Loser, Tie podcast. I'm your host, Ty King. Uh, always, you can go follow me at Instagram, Win, Loser, Tie. It's where you uh, get all things Win, Loser, Tie podcast. That's T-Y-E. Uh, you can always email the show, Win, Loser, Tie podcast at gmail.com. Uh, and you can follow um, uh, our little pretend production group, Let Me Know Productions, which is Mark Youngblood and the Pick 4 podcast. Landry Griffith, and having said that with Landry Griffith, and uh, you can follow all, all of that stuff on LMK Productions 2021 on Instagram. So there you go. Wow. What an episode last week. <laughs> I know everybody's like, really? Yeah, five hours. So uh, uh, today's not going to be five hours, I promise you that. But I hadn't seen Tyler Lines in so long, and I mean, man... And he sent me the coolest text. He was like, dude, you got so much out of me. He goes, my wife, everybody was like, man, I've never, you said things I've never heard before. You're more candid. And I was like, man, that's my interview skills right there. But seriously, it was like Tyler and I would be, that's exactly what it would have been like if we'd have been sitting at a bar and, and hadn't seen each other in forever. So I really, really, really enjoyed that podcast. You got to break that one up probably. I understand. And that's okay. Uh, but it's well worth it to make it through. And so um, I wanted to thank Tyler for doing that, man. That was a lot of fun. And uh, and it's seriously one of one of the epic episodes I've had, and I mean that in a couple of ways. One, it was super fun, and two, it was it was the longest episode ever, and it will be the longest episode ever. I can guarantee you that. Oh, I say guarantee. Let's just say I would put money on that. I don't guarantee anything, but because uh, you know how I am, I can talk forever. But today's show is awesome. Okay, I got a guy in here who I respect, and I I'm just I've gotten to know him some through being at sporting events. And this dude is one of the most talented photographers, and I say that wholeheartedly. I say that because I want people to go look, go follow him on Instagram, and he'll give his Instagram out here in a minute. It, his pictures are crazy. His ability to see things that other people don't see and then capture it is amazing. So, with that being said, John Moore the Third, welcome in, buddy. What's going on? Hey. Happy to be here. Awesome, man. I've wanted to have you on the podcast for a while. Uh, and by chance, I was at the friendship football game tonight. I, the night I saw you, and I was yeah. like, "Dude, okay, John, let's do this, man. Let's do. I got, we got to do this." So we kind of got in contact, and uh, man, I'm just happy you're here, brother. Yeah, it was it was good to see you out there, and was obviously excited and honored to be asked to be on this, and mm-hmm. happy to be here today. Glad we're getting to do this. You you got you got some cool uh, experiences that we're going to talk about, yeah. and uh, but. First off, I want to say congratulations. You're a new dad. Yes. That's yeah, awesome. Are, Haley, yeah. right? Yes, sir. Haley Joe. Haley Joe. That's awesome, man. Everybody, I know that uh, a little under the weather last week or the week before. So Yeah, yeah. We, we got through that, and she's 100% now and, and healthy and happy. Awesome, man. That's awesome. I love to hear that. So you look happy on, yeah. on, on her pictures, you know? Yeah, so absolutely. She's awesome, man. And so, uh, but first and foremost, John, I know I, I had you send me a little background, so it's funny you say you're from Hollis, Oklahoma. Okay. I've been there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's one of those small towns <laughs> where 
I, I think nobody's ever heard of it, but it's surprising how many people have either heard of it or been there right. or go there on Saturdays for selling cows. Yeah, that's crazy. So, yeah, I was there for – I was on a hunting trip, and uh, we were hunting quail up somewhere, and, and uh, that was the closest place that had a bar. Okay. So that's – we went there. And it, they don't have much. They don't have much. Like, oh, you're right, one, man. one bar and two it, restaurants yeah. and, and a couple gas stations. Not a, not a big place at all. Yeah. So, um, But – so let me ask you this. So photography, man, were you in it back then? Were you into it in high school at all? Not really. I was kind of that mid-2000s kid who had like the digital camera just to take pictures on vacation yeah. and of my friends. And For so sure. like my early Facebook has some pictures of like, you know, going to SeaWorld and Six Flags on yeah. band trips and stuff like that. And I was in, I was on the yearbook staff in high school. But even then, like, there was no photography in it for me. Like, we were given disposable cameras every year because yeah. it was a very low-budget, small high school thing. <laughs> yeah. And I, I never took the thing out of the wrapper. And so it was kind of just a, a late development for me once I was in college and, yeah. and sort of needed a uh, a creative hobby and kind sure. of shifted from music to photography at that I, point. Okay, well, I don't want to touch on that. But speaking of this is my creative hobby. I have to have an outlet. Yeah. So, uh, unfortunately, my job that I do, it's it, – it doesn't allow you to be creative mm-hmm. as much as I want to be. So I have to do something creative. So I, I get that, you know, yeah. it's, you have to have something. And it's kind of funny that that was just a, like a hobby a little mm-hmm. bit. Like you just kind of picked up a camera. What do you remember the first time you picked up or when did you love it? When did you know you were good at it? When did you know you loved it? Yeah, it was, it was kind of a process. Um, it started, like I said, I, I was really into music all through high school and then started college as a music major and kind of got burnt out on that. And I still played in, in the college bands and different yeah. things. But um, my my roommate in college, Nathan, he was already into photography and he was a digital media major. And he was kind of doing all these different things. And I, I had no major and not really sure <laughs> where I wanted to go. Right. And he would just kind of do so, sort of the, the light painting stuff that, that you'll see where it's, you know, it's all dark. Yeah. And they'll just start the camera and have a light that they'll just literally kind of paint the light around. Uh And that's, that's all I wanted to try and do. And so I got a really cheap camera. And then once I had that, I, I was living in Lubbock uh, during the summer and just that whole summer I was on YouTube (laughs) looking at videos and like going around and taking terrible photos of my friends and and, you know, like bad photos (laughs) of flowers and all the, all the standard (laughs) stuff like that. And, and just, you know, putting in a lot of time and just obsessing over every little, every little bit of it. And so I got started, um, after I think my third year of college and, just went crazy with it and eventually kind of honed down more and more towards sports where that's kind of the main thing that I do yeah. now. And I mean, so did you always have a love for sports though, even as a kid? Yeah, yeah. I was, I was the kid that, you know, as a four year old wanted to grow up and be a professional baseball player. Yeah. And as soon as the kids started pitching, realized that wasn't going to be an option for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, wasn't ever me too. super good at anything. Um, basketball i played as a senior because i got tall yeah but you know i i averaged two games per minute um and and not not really any scoring prowess there um but yeah. i always i always loved um baseball and basketball especially right. growing up yeah um and again wanted to be a professional player and never got nearly good enough and so it's kind of funny where where photography wound up taking me with that um but it was just loving sports and eventually figuring out, hey, I like photography and I can get back into sports with this. It took yeah. it took a year or two before I that finally clicked with me. And as 
uh, a fifth year senior at LCU, I finally started taking photos at LCU sports. Mm -hmm. And man, as soon as I started doing that, I remember the first baseball game I shot for LCU was freezing and foggy. (laughs) And I just was like, man, this is the best thing I've ever done. I loved it. Oh man. See, and that's the kind of thing, you know, uh, like when I would, I would do the radio, I still do radio for shallow water and, and, uh, man, it's just, if you're not good at it and you and you love it, if you love sports and you don't, you don't succeed at it, mm-hmm. you, you have to find a way to get back in it. You yeah. know, and that's the way I, that's what I do, and and uh, I understand that from that perspective now. But I want to like, okay, so the first, I mean, you, you go to Lubbock Christian, right? Yes, and uh, so was that the plan all along, coming from Hollis to Lubbock Christian? Is that what you wanted? So, to go? man, my whole childhood, my dad got his uh, master's degrees from from Oklahoma. And we wound up getting season tickets to Oklahoma football. And I, again, loved music. So I wanted yeah. to be in the marching band at Oklahoma. And right. so, man, all through middle school and high school, my plan was to go to Oklahoma. I had, like, all this Oklahoma gear. It was <laughs> it was everything. Yeah. And then uh, applied with, like, a pretty good ACT score. Uh-huh. And the scholarship letter came back. And it was, like, $1,000 a semester for four years. And I was oh. like, man, that's, this is not going to cut That's it. not going to do it. And so I'd, I wound up going to LCU on what was then called a SHAP day. It was just sort of their introduction for high school juniors and seniors right. to walk around campus and kind of huh. get to know things. I went to and SHAP day. I, I, yeah, I, I fell sure. in love with the campus and more importantly, the people there. I was like, yeah. man, this is so much more personal than the junior day I went to it at OU, right. where obviously OU has thousands and thousands and thousands of students and it's yeah. a gigantic campus. And LCU is maybe... 1500 or 2000 then yeah and it's a much smaller campus and and a lot of the benefits of being a smaller campus and and really just fell in love with how personal things were there because even you know with ou it was the thousand dollar scholarship and that was kind of the end yeah that was and you, you know, it's, i came to or I, I applied to lcu and and my advisor was like hey we can get you these different academic scholarships right. and there's the honors college that you can be part of. And there's also ambassador programs where you can help us with these shop days and different things. Yeah. And that's additional scholarship. And man, like that added up really yeah. well. And even just the effort that they were putting into that, uh, it was just so obvious that LC was, was more personal and, and a better fit for me. And it wound up being uh, just an incredible decision and yeah. a huge blessing. Yeah, sure. man, that's, I, I love that, man. Cause, uh, it's funny. I was an ambassador at South Bend's College. Yeah. I mean, dude, and I'm telling you right now, I think I think if I wanted to be a tour guide, I could do it. Yeah. I think that would be right up my alley. Although, I mean, it's the walking backwards was yeah. was a little tough sometimes, yeah, it's, but it's yeah. It's a learning process and not tripping over things backwards. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So but uh, but and you played and you said your your music was a love. But what did you play? What was the instrument? Uh, I was a drummer. Drummer, um, nice. Yeah, from I got my first drum set for Christmas when I was 4, I'm pretty sure. And that was another thing where I just immediately I was terrible for a long time at obviously being a four-year-old. But, I mean, in fifth grade band, I I chose to go the percussion route and then stuck stuck with it all through high school and, and again, thought that I was hot stuff playing drums. I was, you know, playing on the the tenors as an eighth grader because we had a tiny high school. And then I went to a drumline camp uh, after my sophomore year, you know, to kind of get ready to be in the OU band. For sure. And I was like, oh, these 6A kids are, like, actually good. Yeah. And I'm, <laughs> I'm garbage, comparatively. And, like, it was that. And then, like, I was in, a uh, like, a rock band in high school. Yeah. Um, what was and, the name of the band? Uh, so it was A-Y-C-H-O-H-O. Uh-huh. Um, and it was just me and two friends and we were a screamo band kind of after oh, the really? Silverstein and Hawthorne Heights type there of thing. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's, I still talk about, man, I think we were so good. Yeah. Uh, like it was, it, that was a lot of fun Dude, too. And like, it, I still listen to that music and heavier yeah. music than that. Man, that's uh, crazy. I see. It's the thing. I love the, I love like the emo scene yeah. back then. That was some good bands that, that, 
put out some quality stuff. Dude, yeah. that's awesome, dude. Yeah. You know what? If I start a band, I, I don't know who my drummer's going to be. I can't play anything, and I can I don't know really can't sing, but I don't care. I know yeah. Jamie Berryhill will play the guitar. I don't know what the name of our band will be, but John, you're in. Okay, there we go. All I right. still have the drum set. It's there just you go. Stacked up in my office at home, but <laughs> I, I feel like I still know what I'm doing, but it may yeah. not be quite like riding a bike. We'll see. Well, don't hold your breath uh, yeah. of me getting the band together. Okay. So just but just know that you're in right now. Right. Okay, hey, yeah, I'm ready to yeah. go. Yeah, let's talk, man. Okay. Let me. I want to ask you about a specific picture, but okay. for okay, let me just yeah, because you're an award winning photographer and right now who do you work for i mean i know you freelance a lot but, but yeah yeah um so for texas tech football and basketball uh-huh. i shoot for getty images getty and images I've, right I've and, worked, and everybody has seen that you see yeah. that whenever you look at pictures on the internet it says getty images yeah. and that's you work for them yeah yeah uh, and that's that's as a freelancer um they call the way that i submit photos either a stringer or a contributor there's mm-hmm. two different styles for right. that um and that was kind of a dream when i started getting into sports photography i think i literally wrote down shoot for getting images um, that was like a goal yes wow um and so to to get that and i started doing that in in 2019 and there was a lot of applying and and getting turned down for that mm. literally three or four years straight because yeah. i was not good enough um <laughs> but that's who i shoot for um uh, for that I also shoot high school sports for Hub City Preps and the newspaper here in town. Yeah. Uh, and just kind of freelance uh, when other people need me. Like tomorrow, I'm going to, to Plainview to shoot Wayland versus Mid America Christian basketball for Mid America Christian. Oh, shoot it for them. Mm-hmm. Nice. My wife's best friend is an assistant coach for them. And so okay. that's kind of a nice little end that we've, yeah, we've gotten sure. to connect with them a little bit. Oh, that's bit. cool. And so, okay, but your first, like your first start, you mm-hmm. got for like actually getting paid. I mean, you know, was with uh, Max Preps, right? Yes. Yeah. And everybody, if you follow high school sports, Max Preps is like a big deal. Mm-hmm. So how does that happen? You know, how, I mean, how does that process, I mean, how does that work? Yeah. So that was one where I just uh, applied pretty well straight out of college. Um, and you have to submit uh, like 10 photos uh-huh. uh, to kind of show off your work and if you're any good. And then they accept or decline you. And I got accepted and kind of looking at, the photos that I had then and, and who they've accepted and declined since then, I think they must have been desperate for someone in Lubbock <laughs> at that point because I was not on any sort of acceptable level. Um, and I, yeah. well, I, I mean, still I, get, I think now you probably think that, but I bet they were, I mean, but you know, because see, the thing is, is that, you know, normal people like me who don't, you know, just have a phone, you know what I'm saying? And everybody thinks they're a photographer because right. they have a phone. And I mean, but to see the pictures, the way you shoot them and the way, I, I just think it takes a talent. And I don't know how that, what that, I don't know how that works, but man, to, but be on max preps and I'll never forget, man, this is where I got introduced to you and you know right. what I'm about to bring up. Yes. This is my favorite photo. And I believe you won an award with this photo. Uh, I thought, yeah, I think, it was, it was photo of the month for yeah. the month that it, it was in. Yeah. At max preps. Right. Yes. Yeah. So it's Trinity Christian basketball. My nephew plays for them, Jet Buchanan. And they're in the Caprock Tournament Championship. With the Caprock Tournament in Lubbock is a big deal. And at, at one point in time, I think it was called the largest high school basketball tournament in the mm-hmm. world. And, uh, it's the championship, and it's a big game, huge game. And you took – I remember, I think Jet made the shot. I think Jet made this bucket. And you took a picture of the bench, mm-hmm. and it is the greatest picture. And I think it should be framed up in at Trinity. Like It should be big up there because when I saw that picture online and on your account, I went, oh, my gosh, this is the greatest picture I've ever seen. What makes you shoot the bench – Rather than shoot the yeah. action on the field, what what makes you do that? So I really I do remember that one, and part of it is because you and I have discussed this one a little bit before. Right, um, 
that was overtime uh, of that championship game against Trimble Tech. Trimble Tech, that's right. Uh-huh. Yep. And just them coming down. I don't, I don't remember if he was blocked off from me or if I just decided, knowing that it was uh, within the last couple of seconds of the game too, yeah. I knew that if he made that shot, that the bench was just to my right and that they were going to go crazy and there was fans behind them right. too. And so the whole frame was going to Yeah, be, I'm in that picture. You can see me, I think. Yeah, yeah. the whole frame was going to be filled up with people going crazy. And so I just remember as he was shooting that, I didn't even take a photo of him shooting the ball. Yeah. I just went straight to the bench and just started going as soon as he made it. And, you know, just got kind of a whole sequence of them jumping up and down. And you yeah. just kind of pick kind of the, the peak moment yeah. there as the one that you use. Man, you, and that's exactly, man, it's a, you, you know, as a photographer, I think you capture moments. Mm-hmm. And that's a moment right there. Yeah. And that's a moment, like, i never forget Jet. I was talking to him, I was having you on, and he goes, that is the one, he goes, it's the one time I wished I was on the bench. Oh, I yeah. wish I was in that picture. <laughs> He's like, this is the greatest, it's the greatest yeah, picture. And I'm like, he gets for being so good. I know. Well, yeah, yeah for sure. I mean, whatever, Jed. But, uh, but I mean, it's just crazy, man. Yeah. That photo. And do you know, when do you know it's good? Did you know you had a good one? A lot of times I, I think as I take it, it's like, oh man, this was really good. And then, yeah. and then sometimes you go into it and say, oh, I missed focus or it was, you know, cropping someone's head off uh-huh. or one thing or another. But a lot of times with those big moments, you kind of think as you're taking it and you're a lot of times they're still kind of staying in the moment and trying to take more pictures. Right. Um, kind of waiting for things to die down to actually go back and look at it. Yeah. Um, a lot of times you, you're kind of suspicious that you might have gotten something good yeah. and go back and look at it whenever you get a chance. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I that was that was the end of. 2015, I think. I think something so, like that. Yeah. yeah, it's it's been a little bit since yeah. then, so I don't remember exactly, exactly the follow but, up but, I thought mean, process. But there. yeah, but that's see, that's but that one picture, man. Mm-hmm. I, I I was like, dude, this guy is so good, and I'm not trying to gas your head. I really believe that you're that good. I appreciate. And it. then you look at your on your Instagram. What's your Instagram? John E Moore three. The uh, the number three. Yes. Yeah, because you are the third. We'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. Uh, but on his Instagram, guys, and I'll I'll tag him on uh, on my post. But man, my word. Uh, everything from baseball to football, there's track in there. There's, uh, uh, you know, whatever, everything. I mean, so let me ask you this. So you get Amarillo gets a minor league baseball team, yeah. the sod poodle. So it's their diamondback mm-hmm. affiliate double a, right? Yes. Um, you become their photographer, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I mean, is it just something like, do you, do you find that on the web? Like, is that it posted that job? You say, all right, uh, I'm going to interview for this job. Or did you just like call them or do they contact you? How does that go? So, if you'll allow me, that's a little bit of a long story. Wow, because, man. Um, we I just had, did a podcast that was five hours, Johnny. Hey, man. Hey, we're going for it. <laughs> uh, no, uh, my wife and I had planned uh, all along talking through college that she was going to, to go um, to dental hygiene school. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Amarillo has a two-year program for that. And so, we were thinking, okay, Amarillo is kind of close to home. It's a two-year program, whereas some, uh, some other ones are a four-year program. Right. Uh, so... That was our goal to go there, and she applied uh, to that school for us to go in 2016, mm-hmm. and she uh, got turned down uh, because there were some other candidates that had a few more prerequisites that they weren't they were looking for. And so in that moment, it was kind of uh, a heartbreaking thing for us. Um, but she went up uh, taking the classes that she needed to to qualify for that and getting uh, accepted in 2017. Right, and uh, a month or two before. We moved up there. It was announced that Amarillo was getting a minor league baseball team. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. This is incredible. I love baseball. Right. Uh, maybe they'll need a photographer at some point. And so I, I tried to get in contact with as many people as I could find 
that were in the front office from the start. And really, there was there was one initial contact that she's the promotions director, and uh-huh. she had been in Colorado Springs, and she was moving down to do the initial setup and everything. And I sort of kept in contact with her, and then I went to the the press conference when they announced their original affiliation with the San Diego Padres. Right. Uh, so when that went on, I met her in person for the first time and, you know, we had talked about me wanting to do photography and she said, Oh, you need to meet our director of public relations. Mm -hmm. Um, his name, uh, was Shane Phillips. And so I met him for the first time and told him kind of what I was looking into and he gave me his business card and I wound up going and doing an interview with him in the marketing department. Okay. Um, and I don't know if they actually interviewed anybody else <laughs> yeah. uh, or if it was just me, but I wound up getting that gig um, and, yeah. and shooting 90% of the, the home games that first year. Uh, yeah. And just, I mean, that was really kind of a huge uh, it, life That's a step up. I mean, you know, it, it, when you, it, it's like, it's a step up when it, even for baseball, you know, professional. I mean, it's a step up for the athletes, but it's also a step up to like a photographer or yeah. somebody covering it. I mean, that's that's getting up to the next level, you yeah. know. And that's, yeah, it was it was yeah. a huge opportunity for sure. And being there from day one, you yeah. know, shooting the first opening day, uh, and just that entire first season, which on its own was was really cool for a lot of different reasons. But I mean, seeing the establishment of that team and getting to be uh, in from day one, yeah, uh, and just everything uh, with the South Poodles was was just a blast for me, and, yeah. and just like the hugest blessing, and a lot of great things have come from that, including. Uh, having a portfolio that was worthy of showing to Getty. And I yeah. don't think that I get the the Getty gig without shooting that entire summer and just improving throughout that summer yeah. and having a portfolio that's worth showing off. Um, so uh, I'm not crazy about the mascot, the sod pools, <laughs> but hey, whatever. I'll be honest. I wasn't at first. Yeah. I, I've had to go through and delete some tweets when they were going through the voting <laughs> process. Um, but man, really, honestly, as soon as they announced it and they put out all the logo work, yeah. Um, you know, from just the word mark side poodles to the the side poodle head logo and everything in there, I I was in. Like okay. I, yeah. I knew there was kind of some building going on of there yeah. had been kind of a parody song put out, which is now literally the sod poodles anthem that they play every game during the seventh inning stretch. There was all this joking and anger about it and then they announce it and, and the logos were designed by this company, Brandios, who does, does a lot of minor league branding now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the mascot was designed by the same people that make the Disney World mascots. And oh, so really? everything was done so, so well yeah. that you just kind of get over this oh, this corny well, name and kind of buy into it, it. You know what? It is. It, now Now it's like you hear the sod pools and I don't think anything of it. You know, yeah. I'm like, well, okay. And for the folks that don't know, because I got a lot of people that don't, they're not from Texas that right. listen. And uh, a sod poodle is a prairie dog. Yeah. It's just another name for a prairie dog. And so, uh, yeah. There and you go. They have won best name in minor league baseball. They did. So that kind of goes to, oh, nice. again, it's, it's yeah. local hate of you're embarrassing us to, yeah. you know, nationwide. They sold merch yeah. to all 50 States that first year. Wow. And there's been a lot of buy-in and love externally too. Damn, that's awesome, dude! I, I'm glad. See, that's that's why you're here, man. That's good information. Yeah. So, uh, so you, you you, but I see on your bio and that you sent me. I look, but so you got, damn, you shoot for baseball cards. Like you shoot a baseball card. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, so I I remember like for tops or somebody. Who was it? Yeah, it's tops. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, I mean, the wow. first season um, before I was with Getty. Um, we have team issued baseball cards and that's what I was so excited about. I was like, man, I'm going to have my photos on baseball cards. I grew up collecting baseball cards. Me too. Yeah. Uh, so that was Smith rookie right behind you. There you go. Oh, there you go. Yeah. 
but even even that having the team cards like that was the big deal to me yeah and then uh getting connected with getty and tops licenses those photos through getty yeah and the first time that i saw a photo uh on a tops baseball card like that was that kind of blew my mind yeah that would blow my mind too I was like dude i took that picture yeah and at this point what was uh, it what was the first one you saw it was it was a Mackenzie gore photo he uh, was he was a top 10 prospect in baseball at that uh-huh. point with the padres and i so, got you it's it's kind of the same deal that they do now. At this point, I think I have about twenty uh, baseball cards that they've used my photos for, including a Josh Young one. Really? Uh, when, oh, yeah. When he came through with Frisco, he was one of those guys that I kind of yeah. keyed in on. Like this year was Jack Leiter when the when they came through. Like there's yeah. some big prospects that you know. Um, so you, you're going to focus on that. I mean, you're going to shoot other things too, but, but right. you're going to make sure you get good quality stuff of them. And, right. But like, is it? It's not, is it? You don't take the standard. They're just smiling for the camera. Right. No, it's, photo. it's it's action, action photos. photos. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Awesome, dude! Yeah. Wow, that is a moment, man. You yeah. see your photo on a on a baseball card. That's like, dude. Yeah, that's that's like I don't know. I don't know. What, I'm I'm out of vocabulary for it. It's like serendipity, baby. Yeah, I, yeah. I buy them every time I see them. You I do? Think yeah. I've, I think I've spent more money on the baseball cards than I've gotten paid for them. <laughs> but. That's funny though. But uh, so that's fantastic, man. And, and then, but I really want to dive in. You know what? Let's do it. I want to do this first. Okay. Uh, that's not the right sound. You know what that sound is. That means it's time to play Tied Down. So I do this with every guest. And for those of you that are listening for the first time, I play a little game. It's called Tied Down. T-Y-E apostrophe D. Down. Uh, it's five questions. It's random questions. Some of them have real answers. Some of them are opinions. But you know what? I dole out points irresponsibly. And at the end, I'll decide whether you've won or not. Yeah. And you know, we've had losers. Yeah. So that's what I'm nervous about. Yeah. So I don't, I mean, not, every, not everybody wins. I mean, Jamie Berryhill has lost. Chris Level lost. Uh, and my sister lost. So, well, as long as I'm not the first one, I guess yeah. a little bit. So there you go. Yeah. Jamie Berryhill has that title. So don't worry, okay. man. He, he, you're good. You have, you're, you'll be, you'll be fine. But what's going to happen is I'm going to ask you, uh, where my, where is it? I have my tie down questions right here. Wrote them down this morning. Uh, so I'm going to ask you some questions. Some of them are timed. Okay. So I'm going to give okay. you a time limit. Okay. Right, I will not tell you whether you got it right or wrong. Okay. We will move on to the next question, and then if I have a bonus question, if I feel like you need it, okay? Okay. All right, John Moore the third. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you nervous? A little bit, yeah. A little bit, yeah. yeah. Okay, you can get that way. But are you ready to play tied down? Let's play. Let's do it. All right. Well, let me get my stopwatch out because. Uh, but man, I got some good questions for you. So here we go. I want to make sure I've got my stopwatch right. Okay, because on this first one. John, number one, I'm going to give you 25 seconds. Okay. Okay? I need five NFL teams that have a bird as a mascot. Okay. Got the Eagles, Seahawks. Blanking now. This is the pressure. Yeah. It gets you. Atlanta Falcons. Man. Got two more. And you got 10 seconds. I'm going to blank. I've got a bunch of animals, but not birds. <laughs> All right, stop. Okay. Number two, I need, I'm going to give you the same amount of time, okay? And if you say the right one, there is a right answer. Okay. The, the, if you say my favorite one, okay, okay. that's the, it's bonus points, okay? okay? But I need four Tom Hanks movies. Go. Sleepless in Seattle. <laughs> I could go Toy Story 1, Toy Story 2. No sequels. I'll take okay. Toy Story, though. Okay. Uh, big. 
I keep getting confused with different ones. Man, the pressure gets you. I'm telling you, man. And I need one yeah, or two more. There's people yelling at you right now. I know. Listening. Like there's yelling. so many. I've got his face, and I just can't think of the names of them. Oh, uh, League of Their Own. Is okay, that four? That's four. Okay. Number three. What's the capital of Alaska? Anchorage. Number four. What's the best Tex-Mex dish? For me, it's it's always fajitas. Number five, what's the best dinosaur? Brontosaurus. Bonus question. That's not the right answer. Bon- bonus question. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give you 25 seconds again. We're going to stick with that. All right. And once again, bonus points if you if you say my favorite. Okay. okay? And I had no idea you were into music, so this is a music question. Oh. I need question. four famous musicians that have the that have John in their name. John Lennon, John Mellencamp, uh, boy, John, Bon Jovi, and Olivia Newton-John, right? Okay. Yeah. Let's see how you did, okay? All right. No, man, let's let's take a look. Let's see how you did. Okay. Number one, five NFL teams that have mascots that are birds, right? Right. And, uh... You did get Seattle, which I think is the one people leave out the most, and but it's one you left out that that's right up there. But uh, so you got Seattle, you got Philadelphia, mm-hmm. you got Atlanta. Yeah. What you missed was the Arizona Cardinals, <sighs> yep, and the Baltimore Ravens. That's the one everybody leaves Sh- out. Should have got the Cardinals because they have an Oklahoma quarterback. So there you go. Oh God, he's yeah. not very good this year though. That's okay. Yeah. Okay, so you get partial credit there. Okay, okay. a couple points or- ordered your way because you got you got uh, three of them. Uh, Number two, I said name four Tom Hanks movies. You did name four Tom Hanks movies. What you get with Steelers in Seattle, Toy Story, uh, Big, and A League of Their Own. Yeah. Yeah, those are all good. And I think and you did well. My favorite one you didn't name, so you don't get the bonus, is Captain Phillips. Okay. So That's a good one, too. Yeah. What's the capital of Alaska? You said Anchorage. The correct answer is Juneau. Uh, yep. There's two, two major cities in, in what's, Alaska. I got the wrong one. <laughs> there's like only two. I <laughs> know exactly. There's, what's the best... Tex-Mex dish, uh, solid answer, and yeah, I'm going to give you some credit, although it's incorrect. Okay. Uh, enchiladas is the best one. Enchiladas, so, yeah. Yeah, but man, fajitas, you can't, I mean, I'm with you there. So it's nonstop I'm not even, fajitas. I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to dock you like crazy for that. Yeah. So that's a, that's a, it's a solid answer. What's the best dinosaur? You said brontosaurus. That's number two on the list. Number okay. one is triceratops. Don't ask me why, but that's the one I loved as a kid. So. I like it. Yeah. So uh, bonus. Dude, you came in clutch of the bonus. You didn't name my favorite. My favorite's a little weird. But, man, you said some – I wrote down a bunch of names because I thought about this question, and you said something I didn't even I write down. Some, I think some deep of. cuts. Yeah. I mean, you went John Lennon, okay, yeah. and then you went uh, – And I got John Bon Jovi. You, John Bon Jovi I never thought of. I didn't even think of that. So okay. That was, that's a good one. Olivia Newton-John I didn't think of. And I can't remember who else you said. Me either. But you got four. So uh, my favorite's John Williams. Uh, uh, yeah, for Star Wars. Yeah, the, but I don't think he would have gone there. But that's okay. I mean, I agree. Yeah, yeah. freaking awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I wish he could. Man, I wish he could just do a soundtrack to my life. Like I guess I could just walk around hearing yeah. that music all day. Like, That'd be great. yeah, if he's just composing something. But um, some of the ones that are more popular on there that you didn't say are like Johnny Cash, mm. uh, John Mayer. Uh, you know, they're not metal it. enough for me. Not so, metal enough yeah. for you. Okay, <laughs> I love it, man. Oh, my word. I can't leave your metalhead. But, hey, I'll tell you this much. I've added up the points. 
John Moore III. You have won today uh, on Tied Down. You have a winner, buddy. That's great. Yeah, that's that's I think all you, I wanted out of this. Yeah, you got, man, I'm telling you. Uh, and I, what put you over the top was some of the more creative names on the Johns. Because yeah. I, I, I didn't think of some of those. So. I think I would know all the Johns, but yeah, no, that's too many no, well, It's just, uh, it's crazy, but that's, the pressure gets you. Yeah, I mean, Tied Down, really it does. is pressure, man. Yeah. yeah. You asked Jet Buchanan, he played, and it was, yeah, he had a, he had a big time meltdown. Yeah. So, but he still won. But yeah, he had a meltdown. So, uh, uh, but yeah, great job. You're a winner today. Thank you, you are a winner. And uh, you, what you win is you win some winners or top podcast stickers. Oh, excellent. Yeah, there you go. So, um, okay. Now I want to get into some of this uh, about, about photography. Mm-hmm. What are your biggest challenges in photography? Like getting the right picture, even for you, if it's you personally. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, honestly, it's a little bit of burnout, um, mm-hmm. and not not that I get tired of taking photos or or of the sports. Um, it's it's sometimes just feeling like I have to get standard shots, uh, and <laughs> and not choosing to be creative enough before I I wind up with burnout. And the toughest toughest sport for that for me is basketball, um, because. You know, it's it's always inside with the same lighting. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times, the the same sort of action. And if if you're lazy, like I tend to be, sometimes it's shooting from the same spots. Yeah. Um, and so, man, every year I just kind of have to to kick myself in the butt and and get off of the floor and go shoot somewhere else. Like at at the tech game last night, or not last night? That was Wednesday. Right. Uh, on Wednesday, I shot intros from the top corner of the arena really um just because i've done the the floor shots of that you know nearly times. every game yeah. for the last with the big seasons. fire and all that and the, you right. know, all the, and the all fire, fire is great yeah um i just i just had this shot in mind that i specifically wanted to do from shooting opposite of the tunnel they come out of this season mm-hmm. uh with the united supermarkets big board up top really big and then the player coming out of that tunnel kind of right under it yeah and it that's one that I had this vision of it and I wanted to do a couple weeks ago, but then wound up getting the flu and having to not shoot that game. Yeah. And so kind of had that in my back pocket for three weeks waiting to do it. Right. And finally got it. And, and it came out yeah. just about like I uh, planned for it right. to. And, and that's so always nice. When you get those kind of ideas mm-hmm. to be creative, you know, and, and I know, yeah, you're right. It, I didn't, you don't, as, us normal folks don't think about it. Like, yeah, it's the same lighting. Lighting, we don't ever think about it, you know, but you're right. If for a person like you, you got to think about mm-hmm. things. But, to shoot from up there, mm-hmm. do you think about that? Like, does it come to you in bed, like when you're, or like you're driving have. on the road, or, or, yeah. or does it come to you when you're there? I mean, or is it both? I I think with that one, um, it was it was after the first game, and I immediately it was my first basketball. And I was like, man, like four months of this is gonna kill me. Yeah, um, and that kind of has come from seeing uh, at a couple major league baseball games that I shot. Uh, all all the staff photographers that were sitting down the first baseline for the entire game, both nights that I was out there, I was like, man, like that's so great. You know what you're getting. You're getting these great clean shots of pitchers and hitters. Yeah. But to just sit there every night for 81 home games, <laughs> like that would just drive me crazy. And yeah. it's kind of I'm glad that I feel that way, and and I'm I'm not just wanting to sit in the exact same spot, but. I mean, honestly, sometimes yeah. I, I do get tired or lazy and just do the same standard stuff. And then, well, I think, have to, I think that's everybody gets that way yeah. whenever they're doing whatever yeah. job is, you know? Yeah. I mean, but, but I just wondered, I, I mean, I think about it like, dude, what does that, do you just constantly think about different shots that you want to get, like driving on the road? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Uh, 
And a lot of it is inspiration from other photographers too. Oh, like there you go. Yeah. That's what Instagram is huge for me for is seeing, uh, these other incredible photographers and, and what they're doing to be creative. Um, and I have like this list of photographers that I look up to so much and I save photos all the time under this saved album on Instagram called sports inspiration. Really? And it's just, yeah. you know, tons and tons of photos of like all this different creative stuff that, um, I either will try and do mm-hmm. some sort of recreation or base some sort of choices off. And yeah. some of it you can plan for, like if it's, if it's a run out yeah. or, you know, there's like going to be a quarterback dropping back and you can do some sort of frame right. with something that's going to happen quite a bit or, you know, like you'll have, or if it's like a flyover coming you yeah. know, or, or something like that. Yeah. That sort game. of thing I, I try to plan for too. And yeah. sometimes that goes pretty well. And sometimes it doesn't yeah. like at the, uh, the tech game against, I think Baylor yeah. when Patrick Mahomes was here. Mm-hmm. I was planning for the flyover and the parachutes coming in there. And <laughs> yeah. I what I wanted to do is I wanted to be in the south end zone shooting towards the north end zone with the top of that scoreboard where it says Texas Tech and kind of frame it where the parachute uh, parachutists, uh-huh. I think is the correct term. Okay. And the yeah. airplane. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, because I wouldn't know. Yeah. yeah. And the airplane were coming across, and it was just cropped to the bottom of that Texas Tech logo at the top, uh-huh. with them being the upper part of that photo. And those came out pretty well. And, and for the airplane flying over, I wanted to do that on the three different lenses that I have, mm. we'll called like big, medium, and small. And I was too slow getting the big lens ready yeah. for what it would have been probably the best shot was just going to be the middle of the double T with the airplane right above it. Yeah. And so I missed that one, but got it with the, the other two. Yeah. Um, and so some of that does get yeah. planned sort of meticulously a lot of times just in my mind. Right. And some of it, again, you kind of get lucky with some different things or you yeah. just kind of, you know, will get bored during uh, a long game and just decide to start doing some slower shutter, you know, motion blur type of stuff and different yeah. things like that. But there's a lot of different ways that those you creative do that. ideas. Kinda, yeah. Uh, I'll tell you this, dude. So I worked at channel 11. And I was a sportscaster there. And uh, speaking of shooting basketballs, this video. So mm-hmm. have you ever had a desire to go shoot video? I mean, has that ever been, a, you just want to do still photography? Is that, have you ever wanted to cross over I, into that? I've tried to stick to photography. I did yeah. a little bit of video for, for tech football. And that was a few years ago when the newspaper was, was putting together highlight videos mm-hmm. on their website. And even then, I would switch my camera over to photo and take <laughs> some photos during the game and try and make that just you know a little bit so i'm not missing touchdowns but yeah i mean it's it's mainly photo even though i know even within what i do a lot of that is kind of moving to people that are able to do both and yeah. so that may eventually be well, something that i have to do more of yeah well i'll tell you this uh, and i want to shout out to greg miller who was my he, he worked with me in the sports office he taught me how to shoot football mm-hmm. on video and it is much harder than you think because if you just shoot a big wide shot and get everything, of course, and you see that with parents, you know, what put on their Facebook page of their kids, it's, you can already tell what's going on. Mm-hmm. It's just like a bunch of people running around, right. you know, and I get that, but, uh, but Greg Miller taught me how to shoot football mm-hmm. and it's, you get the ball in the air and you know, you want to get that ball in the air and then, and then you can kind of pull out when yeah. it gets to the receiver and he was a freaking yeah, genius. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, you talk about a talent. Yeah. It's what, uh, and, I don't know if you know, Tanner Fowler, he shoots a lot of tech football and some NFL stuff. He went to yeah. tech and man, he is so good, especially with that sort of stuff. He's, yeah. he's great overall. Yeah. Um, but with man, the following the yeah. ball in the air, like oh. that's not, that's not something you do in, in photography. Yeah. At least I don't right. do it. Right. I mean, um, but what that's but taking a picture of a ball in the air. It's like, what? I mean, you don't even it's know. Just a ball you, in yeah, the exactly. Air, yeah. It's just a ball in a the air. A lot of but, times it has to be video for, for things to be conveyed well. Right. And so I can remember, and even Greg, man, he would blow my mind with like, 
in baseball, like a high school baseball game, and he could follow the ball all, wherever it went. Yeah. And uh, and you have to, you know, you learn to shoot with both eyes. Yeah. And that was hard for me to do because I want to close that eye when I'm in my lens, you know. But and but you keep this other one open, like you have to keep it open. So I don't know. It's just crazy. I know that's it. But I, I was going to say this. I nearly died. I nearly died one year for tech basketball because mm. you have to sit on the floor. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm about as flexible as a two by four. Okay. I don't do Indian style. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't. I just, you know, I'm not built for that. And damn, if that's what you have to do down there. Yeah. I mean, I was like, oh my gosh, I want to get three buckets and yeah. get the hell out of here. Got to stretch every time out. Oh my gosh, man. I was dying down there. Yeah. I was dying. So, so respect to you. You, you. I mean, I see you though, like at a football game. I mean, dude, you are on the ground, you're, and you've got three different cameras yeah. or even more with you. Damn, dude, that's it's a haul. I mean, a workout, that, it's yeah. a workout for you, right? Yeah, especially when the the offense goes down the field pretty quick, and you got to run behind the bench to get to the other twenty five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you learn. You got to make business decisions sometimes on whether you're willing to miss a player or two to to kind of catch your breath yeah. or if you need to get down there. Right, and so uh, I just think you know. There's a lot of it that goes into it. And you talk about like wanting to get the tech stuff in the background. Mm-hmm. And that's stuff that amateur people that we have with our take pictures with our phone, that's stuff that we would never think about, you know? But when you look at that, like a picture like that, you know, and you see, Dan, that, that's the reason why you're good and why you get paid to do it, you know, it's because you see that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, and that, that comes with A, practice and, and learning, getting people to, to look at your work and be honest about what you need to work on. Um, I'll do another shout out. Is he's always been sort of one of my, uh, the people that I look up to in photography is Billy Weiss, the photographer for the Red Sox. And he's been kind enough to, on multiple occasions now, look through my portfolio and give me honest feedback about what's what's good and what's not. Wow, and one that's of the, awesome. One that's of the, great, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's it's honestly, it, it blows me away. It's like any sort of profession that you have people look up for to, look up to, for mm. for yeah. them to, to look at what you do and be honest and, and kind with their critiques about yeah. it. Yeah. But I, one of the things that he, he told me about in... 2017 or 18 the first time that i sent stuff to him was to pay attention to backgrounds and a get clean backgrounds and sometimes you want to what, what does that mean a clean background you don't want to have things like trash cans in your background oh, or, or like, things almost that, like literally clean like yeah. well yeah, yeah sometimes I mean, literally clean yeah. I mean, you don't want things that are going to distract from the photo in the background uh-huh. um and so sometimes it's am i going to have this this wall right behind this or um, in, in football, am I going to shoot lower so that, you know, maybe the sky or the crowd is in the background yeah. as opposed to all these, you know, wires and, and benches all over the ground, yeah. different players like on that. the bench you know, are standing up on the sideline. Or yeah. Whatever. yeah. Yeah. There's, there's Damn, a lot see, of ways to do it. You don't um, think but, about that. Yeah. That, that's can, things you don't think about. You can do sort of creative framing like that. Yeah. And again, if it's something that you know is going to happen, like a flyover that is generally going to be over the middle of the stadium, you right. can kind of plan for that. Sure. And, and some other times you, you just kind of have to. To do your work of getting yeah. low is one way to do it, yeah. Um, and and getting clutter out of the background in that way. Um, yeah. But yeah, there's there's again a lot of it is is just learning from seeing what other people do, um, and also getting some instruction from people that are willing to to do any sort of mentoring to you, even yeah. if it's just looking at your photos. Like and you had you. like you had a guy with you uh, mm-hmm. on on a, a friendship game, mm-hmm. and is he just like following you, like, like or is he? Or is he working for you? So, so he's he's an LSU student that that I'm uh, mentoring right oh, now, and, and he's just interested in sports photography. So yeah. I'm just trying to, to wow. give him kind of exposure to that <laughs> yeah. and and answer questions that yeah. he has about it. Do do you do you get caught up? In, do you ever fan out? I mean, do you ever like, hey, I'm, uh, I, you know, I'm excited that about the game itself. Right? Does that ever happen to you? And you kind of lose focus, or, or is that? Are you just like, man, I'm just shooting. 
But of course, you have to know. You have to be able to sports. You have to have knowledge of sports to know right. what what's important moments and when. You know, obviously, you can't just be some, as Warren G says, geek off the street. You know, yeah. I I try um, not to get too much of a fan about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes it's unavoidable, and sometimes I've I've had to learn about different things like that. Um, and again, it just comes from from practice and and being able to ground yourself in the moment yeah. and and know okay, there's this game winning touchdown that might be coming. I have to actually photograph it instead of watching it and, and cheering for it. Yeah. Or um, like in in 2019 with the Sod Poodles, um, we won the championship that year on a ninth inning grand slam, literally put us ahead. And man, my heart was racing during that, <laughs> yeah. but I I knew I had to get the shot right, um, and I had to. To be locked in for everything going, you know, from him hitting the ball to yeah. going around the bases and all the celebration and them coming at the dugout. Like, yeah. I had to not be like trying to get a high five or, you know, scream yeah. or anything. I had to be doing my job. Yeah. And, and when you, you can get, celebrate later. Yeah. You when you get it. the photos, it's worth it. Right. Um, Absolutely. You, you would rather, you yeah. know, not miss those moments because you bet you were being unprofessional. Yeah. You bet. And that's, uh, and I think, you know, and being aware, I guess it's hard to be aware of your surroundings. Like, mm-hmm. if you hear something going on behind you, do you turn and look and go, or, or you're not going to do that to risk a play, like missing a play. Right. I mean, you know. What? Yeah. And I mean, if there's stuff going on in the stands or, or something like that, uh, especially like football, there's a little bit of time between plays where right. you can kind of take a glance at it, different things like that. But I mean, even for safety, you have to be kind of locked into it, especially like with, with baseball. Like I've literally the second to last game of the year this, this year, uh, I got hit in the head with a foul ball, and, oh. and luckily it, it had bounced a couple of times and had all the steam taken out of it. Okay, <laughs> um, and my wife still wasn't happy to, to hear of that. And yeah, she did. She was happy when the next day I sent her a picture of me wearing a helmet. Um, <laughs> well, you didn't. You didn't like uh, turn the six four three. You didn't ground filled it up and like. Well, hey, honestly, I was get... <laughs> taking photos of of the at bat, yeah. and I was standing kind of on the top stairs of the far side of the dugout. And I tried to get out of the way, um, yeah. but a lot of times when they when they hit those foul balls, they're kind of cutting. Yeah. And so I stepped down the stairs and literally walked straight into it. If I had stayed where I was or just ducked down, I would have been fine. Fine, yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of a little promo here, uh, talking about Channel 11 and I mean, even baseball, mm-hmm. uh, next week's guest will be Emily Jones. I saw that uh, yeah. on the board. That's, yeah, that's yeah. a big one. Yeah, so she'll uh, she'll be on the show next week. So you have questions, you can email the show. If you have questions for EJ. EJ, she hates that. Uh <laughs> We have so many funny stories because I worked with her, you know, at Channel 11. Oh, wow. she, was, yeah. she was my was sports director. So, and uh, if you have questions, email the show, winloserpodcast at gmail.com. If you have questions for Emily, uh, that's going to be fun. But so, uh, dude, all right, let's get some of the email questions in because people send in questions for you, John. And even the small amount of time I had to promote, right? I just put it out there last night. Surprising. Hey, hey, dude, hey enough, yeah. oh, wait, where are they? Oh, they're in my phone. So, um, but I, what's I want to ask you this while I'm looking for that. What what's the worst sport to shoot? What 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 do you hate? What do you dread going okay, to? I won't say hate. Okay, the yeah, most, that's a strong. The word, most difficult sport for me is volleyball. Really? Um, I again, I I have a basic understanding of it, and so I know what what they're going for with you know bump set spike is going to happen nearly every time it goes over the net. Yeah. Um, but it happens so fast where you kind of have to pre decide who you're going to photograph. Right. Cause if you're just trying to follow the ball every time it's going over, um, you're going to miss more than you get. Yeah. And then there's just so many obstructions. Um, if you're on the floor, if it's across the floor, then you're going to have two people between you and the ball. Yeah. Um, if you're, you know, behind that, that, it, that is side. a, that is, yeah, that's a, 
that's a problem for a photographer. I mean, yeah, yeah just yeah. frustrating. Again, you want things to be clean yeah. outside of uh, your person wants to be the main focus of it. And yeah. then if you're shooting from the far side, then you have the net that sometimes will be a good little piece of foreground, but sometimes your camera will focus on that yeah. instead. And then the person's out of focus. And so that's difficult. And it's just, it's always a challenge for me. It's not one that I've ever gotten comfortable with. Yeah. So volleyball, huh? Yeah, I mean, it, 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 and I feel like you like the outdoor sports a little bit. But I even, like I like light. Yeah, um, I like sunsets and, and doing go. stuff in the middle of the day. And man, that's what I live for. And yeah. you know, when when Tech had all those night games, like man, like can we not do a mid afternoon yeah. game one time? <laughs> I man. missed a, I missed a few of those games. You know, with having a baby and such yeah, that but that makes it tough. Yeah. yeah, I hear you on that. I mean, that's uh, no, I can't. I don't have any kids. I have no <laughs> idea. But yeah, so but all right. First email question was Landry Landry Griffith uh, wanted to know. For John Moore the third, before you ask that question, dude, you're, I've never interviewed a third before. Yeah, that's what's. Did you ever have? Do you have a nickname? Like they call you Trey. So it was actually Kai for me. So the way Kai. that, yeah, it, it's not technically a third name, uh-huh. um, but my dad is the second, and they didn't want him to be called Junior, mm-hmm. and so they they called him Chip, and it was sort of chip off the old block, right? Um, and so my mom, when she was in college at University of Nebraska at Kearney, she was in the sorority. Chi Omega, which there's also one of those here. Right. Omega. So yeah. they were like, That's hey. A, Jet Buchanan's wife is a, is a Chi Omega. There you, yeah, go. there you go. Yeah. And so. Channing, Channing Buchanan, what's up? The story that I've heard is sort of between her having experience with, you know, being Chi Omega and my dad's mm-hmm. name being Chip. They're like, let's just go ahead and, and do CHI. We'll call him Kai. And so that yeah. was sort of my nickname growing up. Uh-huh. And it was. My dad has kind of gone back and forth between using Chip and John just based on if it's a professional setting or, right. or something like that. And so for a lot of my younger childhood, I was Kai. And then still for some people that I that I know from home, it's still Kai. But I mean, yeah. in high school, it was always John. Yeah. And then when I when I came to LCU, uh, it was it was John for sure. Yeah. It was always but John. so but nobody never nobody ever did a spinoff on the third on the three. Nobody no, ever was, said like I'm gonna yeah. It was never Trey or or, or anything like that. Trace. Yeah, or I, something, didn't, or, I didn't even realize as a little kid that Trey was a third name. Like I knew people who I thought their first name was Trey. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just, I, I, that's just, that just, uh, it, it just fascinates me a little yeah. bit that you'd be the third. So if you have a boy, I know you have a girl right now, right? But I mean, I, I gotta ask is that what's going to happen. We've talked about it. Um, you know, as far as like the honoring your family, like that's that's kind of the whole point of it for for my family, and yeah. and I I I love that, and I love being the third. Um, it's just hard to ha- to be a fourth. I feel like you <laughs> kind of start to to get into the area of. I mean, there's just a lot of poking fun at them and starting like at that point, are you royalty to be yeah, the no, fourth and fifth and all that stuff? I mean, that, I mean, you would think that, but man, but to be different like that to me would be awesome. I think, yeah. but uh, I love different. Like I'll tell you this story real quick, man. When I was born. Uh, my dad was the head coach at Friendship, football mm. coach. And he asked the doctor, like, I was, my due date was, I don't remember, but, I mean, he is during the football season, and he asked the doctor, can we move it? Can we hold her off to where it's our open date, where we don't have a game? And so that, that, he loved my dad, the yeah. doctor. And he was like, of course. My mom was like, what the hell, really? Are we doing it? Really? Are you, are, yeah. I mean, when, he's, when it's time, it's time, right? Yeah. And that, he was like, no. So they did. We, they, I, was, oh, I was born on, on the open date week where dad yeah. didn't, didn't have a game. Well, they hadn't really settled on a name yet. And mom was kind of out of it. And in, on the baby bed, you know, in that nursery, the you know, old, they, I guess in old timey days, whatever, uh, they put the name on the bottom of the baby bed. For, yeah. When you walk by the mirror. They still yeah. put little cards in yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, OD. 
Open Date King. Was oh, my, yeah. That's what my dad and my mom, mom found out. She was pissed. Oh. She was like, we're not naming our kid OD. Had to do some uh, <laughs> some legal reworking there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think it was official ever, but yeah. it had it on the bed. And I, damn, I'm like, dude, I would love to be OD now. OD, OD King, yeah. baby. That yeah, sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah, that sounds tough. If I'm not tough. Uh, pretty, pretty big wuss, actually. So, um, all right. Email questions. Landry, Landry Griffith, want to know, what's your, what's your favorite or your most proud picture you've ever taken? Like, I know that's a tough question probably, but yeah. if you had to pick one, that's your favorite. I, I have a lot that I, I really like, and I've, I've done different prints of different things that are in my, my office or my house. Yeah. Um, I'd probably have to go back to, it was, uh, and this was sort of one that was inspired by other photographers and it's not a one of a kind photo by any means, but it was opening day, the first, um, game ever for the sod poodles. Yeah. Um, I went out behind the pitcher and took a picture from behind him, a low angle shooting up mm-hmm. of him taking his first warm up pitch on the mound before our first game. And it's got the behind home plate, the stands in the background. Yeah. Um, and I, I love that one. I've gotten that one printed off myself. Uh, that's, there's a big print in Hodgetown of that one on the, on the second level. And that, and that makes you feel awesome, dude. Right. Yeah. When you walk when, into a place and there's a big, huge print of your photograph. Yeah. 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 It's, it was definitely cool. Cause I would walk by that and a few other photos every day that I was there going mm-hmm. down to the field. And so it was, it was always great seeing those photos. Um, and I got second in minor league baseball photo of the year with that one too. Really? And so Damn, that dude. one, that one kind of took me some yeah. places too. Yeah. And yeah, I'm going to post, I'm going to, if I, if you'll send that to me, Absolutely. I want to post it on the, uh, on when I promote, if I'm put this out on Instagram, I want to do that. Yeah. So yeah, but so that's, but I mean, if you, you, it's hard to pick one or like, like your kids kind of, you hit, yeah. you know, well, like, that's I what think, like, I would think like, you know, yeah. At home I have these nine frames in my office that I had initially put, you know, nine different photos that I was really proud of. And since then have like replaced a bunch of those with mm-hmm. different photos that I've become more proud of. Yeah. And it's kind of one of those things that you, <laughs> you want to improve as you go on. Yeah. Um, and, and since we moved into the house, I've just had some other photos that I, I like more than what were originally in there. Yeah. What's your favorite sport? Yeah. I think you said football, baby, but it's, no, it's or baseball. It's I mean. Baseball. Yeah. That's your for, favorite sport for sure, to, baseball. To, to shoot. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I kind of want to get, that's what Landry wanted to know. Uh, also Landry wants to know <laughs> kind of a weird, but personal question, which I love Landry and I, and I, and I love this question. Uh, he wants to know do you if you know his cousin Logan Clark. Oh, I do know Logan Clark because yeah. he works with the Sod Poodles. That's right. He, he does on-field video a lot of times, and yeah. so a lot of times we'll be running around the same places at the same times pregame. Yeah. But yeah, I, every time I'm up in Amarillo, I would see him. Yeah, yeah, Logan's great. Okay, awesome. Mark Youngblood wants to know if you could only shoot one sport from now on, what would it be? Obviously, I think it's baseball, right? It, yeah, it's baseball, and, and baseball is one of those that if you're shooting it every day, um, man, like the the whole season, especially professional baseball for those that are involved with it all season, every season, it can be a grind. Yeah. Um, but sort of part of a blessing and curse when we, when we moved back to Lubbock, I, I had a deal the last two seasons that I shot with them where I only shot the weekends. So it was every other weekend I would go up to Amarillo and shoot Friday through Sunday's games. Yeah. And those would be, you know, the two Friday games would be, would be seven Mm o'clock and we'd have sort of the same, time for that as far as sunset and then sunday would either be a 1 p.m or a six o'clock so yeah again the light would be different which i i'm just such a big fan of light and sunsets as backgrounds and sort of how that affects the the field of play and light coming across yeah. the players um and i it might get a little long if i was shooting a full season all the time um but it was again a blessing to to not ever feel burnt out shooting baseball that's awesome man yeah. i love that uh i would uh 
you know, I think the best photograph I've ever seen in my life, besides that, besides that one, I think it's, uh, if you turn around, it's my nephew, True. That's his school picture. Okay. And that's his face and a big chain. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think, you'd, I think that would be one you're yeah. proud of. I know it's like a school picture, but that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I, I've gotten into the, the portraits and have had some, some guys get kind of creative with, with what they want to do. Yeah. Sort of the laying on their tummy with their hands yeah. propped up under Man, I have head. another buddy right now that he's doing a lot of stuff like that, uh, Zach Tiarina with Fungo. Okay. And uh, he done, he's doing some cool stuff, like shooting just portrait stuff yeah. you know for sports but he wants to do sports but it's like their team photos and stuff yeah that's pretty cool anyway all right mark uh said oh my gosh how did he know okay how did, i don't know how mark knew this i don't know if he went in deep dive on you or what or if it's just coincidence what heavy metal show would you love to shoot okay yeah um, how the hell does he know I, I, mark you're crazy well on my profile the last line is metalhead so oh it does say might, okay well, and see, i have this duh. whole this whole series of stories of me ranking albums and 80 percent of them are metal yeah okay um, so devil wears prada is my favorite band um they've never put out a bad piece of music in my opinion yeah um and i've seen them a couple times and i actually missed the last time they came to love it because they were here the first weekend of april when i was in amarillo taking photos of the sod poodles yeah um but man they they're a lot of fun to shoot and they they're one of those six member metal bands so there's yeah. a lot of variety of you there's know framing with on. different people and, yeah. and and with those metal shows it's i mean a lot of different shows and concerts have a lot of lights going on yeah but they have really dramatic and sharp lighting and different colored lighting going on and so there'd be a lot of variety De- devil wears prada the devil wears prada yeah. that's a good movie yeah i, I they, mean but see i'm not a big metal guy like it's like my least favorite genre i understand that but i but like no but i mean i can i mean I love like Disturbed and yeah. like, uh, and of course, you know, Metallica is like the top of the list, but yeah. uh, and I don't, I don't hate it, but it's like, I get into the, if you get into like the Viking metal and, oh, yeah. and shit like that, like, and you start growling, it's a bunch of growling and, uh, like, have you seen Viking metal? Uh, like, I, they, they, they get on the floor and they There's, row, like they row yeah. as a, like, it's crazy. That's a little bit beyond what, what I generally listen to. Yeah. I, I go on little, um, week long journeys where I'll listen to bands like Mashuga who are a little heavier than what I listen to. Um, or these, uh, there's a Mongolian throat singing band that it's like, it's the growling with, I yeah. mean, it's, it's kind of what you would expect. Yeah. But like, again, like sort of from an artistic standpoint, I'm like, man, like this is so fascinating. Yeah. And so again, I'll, I'll go on like a week where I'll listen to that stuff. And then I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm yeah. good with that for the yeah. next year or so. Okay. You know what? That that's the name of the band, Mongolian Throat Singing. Do, I just yeah. think that's the name of our band. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't I don't know what that would. What Especially would if it's not Mongolian yeah. Throat Singing, well, some, we would definitely not be playing some, Mongolian some Throat Singing. It would just yeah. be the name of the band. Yeah. Like, some pop band with that name. Yeah, would be that's real what confusing. I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> Mongolian Throat. Uh, best concert. We did uh, two weeks ago. We did a show about concerts, uh-huh. and it was uh, Mark and Landry and I on, and, and we talked a lot about our favorite concerts and the worst concerts. Mm-hmm. Best concert you've ever been to. So in 2018, I think, maybe, uh, there was this festival called South by So What, and it was kind of a, a spin on South by Southwest. <laughs> right. mm-hmm. um, and it was just in the, in the middle of a DFW Independent League baseball team's field, and mm-hmm. they just had three stages set up. And it was a lot of that stuff that I listened to, yeah. those scenes, and it was just... That was the best show, like uh, that South the, by So What. I love yeah, that. It was yeah. a whole day. Of, yeah. You could just kind of pick what, what show you wanted to go to, and, right. and probably like 10 or 15 of my favorite bands that I that I grew up listening, say grew yeah. up do you in hate, high school. Yeah, do you hate pop music? Is there, is that country music? Is there, and I say hate's a strong word, but uh, my mom always told me, if you do, if you hate something, just say it's not your favorite. Yeah. And so I think that's the most polite way. What what music is not your favorite? Um, 
I I have that standard. I listen to everything. Yeah, answer. Well, I, I grew do up. Too. I really do. I, I mean, grew up listening. Uh, my dad's big on oldies. He still listens to sixties and seventies all yeah. the time. My mom grew up listening to nineties and two thousands country. Yeah, and so that's what I listen to. Um, I still like nineties and two thousands country. Right. Modern country is is not quite the same as yeah. that. So modern country is not your favorite. It's not Just, my. favorite. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I think that you answered the question right. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna stick with that. Uh, yeah, I like everything too. I'm a, I'm a I'm a dude that just likes everything. Good good question, Mark. Except for right Mongolian there. Mongolian throat well, singing. Yeah, Mongolian yeah. throat singing yeah. probably. Yeah. Uh, Devil wears Prada. That'd be the one you'd want to shoot. Absolutely. Is there a concert where you you go to it and you're like, I want to be taking pictures, or is there a concert that you're taking pictures and you're like, I just want to watch the show? Um, I mean, I've been to a lot of shows and a lot of times where I see the photographer and just be jealous of them. Mm-hmm. Like it's one of those things where even I I go to to games sometimes and don't take photos. And while I'm enjoying watching the game, like mm-hmm. going to a Rangers game yeah. when they got their new stadium, the first time I did that, I was like, man, this is great to just be here and watch the Rangers For play sure. the Red Sox. And I loved that. Yeah. And then and you're a Red Sox fan, right? I am a Red Sox yeah, fan. Okay. But they're sort of difficult to love right now. They, they are. Need to, they need to get to work in free agency. I'm a huge Cardinals fan. Um, so, uh, I mean, listen, we let y'all break the curse. So, yeah, you know, I, I do so, appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, but, I mean, sometimes I'll, I'll have trouble kind of disconnecting from being a photographer and, mm-hmm. and always kind of think of, man, what kind of photos would I like to take here? But also when I, when I do allow myself to be in the moment and just uh-huh. enjoy seeing whatever and listening to the music that I enjoy, whether it be, you know, Devil Wars Prada or whatever, yeah. I've seen 21 pilots in concert in San Antonio and, you know, from the nosebleeds and that was a great production. And, yeah. and I think with that one, I was more into just watching and listening and sort of enjoying all the, all the stuff that they put into their show and, and not as worried of, man, what kind of photos should I be taking? Right. And, and before I ask, I want to ask you this question. And I, and I think we had a conversation about it over Instagram a while back, but, and, I, and it doesn't matter who it was of, but, uh, does it, do you get frustrated when people post your pictures and it's like they don't give you the cred or, or that they, even if they do give you the credibility, it's like, man, this is my job, mm. you know? And I think a lot of times I think people don't get that. Like, dude, you're just stealing, you're just ripping my picture off. Really? Yeah. For, I, but, I try not to let it bug me too much. Um, but sometimes, you know, you'll see those where they, you know, don't tag you or yeah. it's one of those that, you know, if it's on max preps and it's for sale and people will, you know, download it otherwise and not yeah. buy it's like, man, like, yeah, I understand that, you know, $7 is expensive sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but, it, it, but still, yeah, I would, but, I would prefer if, if people bought the photos that were available to be purchased, but yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna, you know, file a lawsuit usually. Yeah. I haven't ever felt yeah. like, man, I need to press charges on this or make a big stink <laughs> about it or say, Hey, you need to take but this down. It really is your property. I mean, you know, yeah. if you think about it and, uh, th- so it's, in a way, it's theft. It mm-hmm. kind of, and, and I know that sounds crazy, but you know, I mean, that's just a, yeah. me being in a, in a media world, and yeah. I've grown up in, in that. And you kind of just, I mean, I think at the very least, at least tag you in it and say, yeah. you know, this is a photo by whoever. Yeah. This is by John Moore the Third. This is really, you know, this is the guy that takes these pictures. Yeah. Well, there's been so. conversations that I've had with people in the past because LeBron got sued one time for for ripping a guy's photo, and he wound up pressing charges. And uh-huh. the argument was like. Well, it's a photo of LeBron, isn't it? Technically, LeBron's too. Yeah, well, and, that's true. And part of it is, you know, LeBron's the big name, and so he's not entitled to everything, but he's going to get the attention of arguments for for his side. And yeah. and I try again not to be tr- too dramatic about it. And and technically, it's a copyright violation. And yeah, copyright. And you by- could you know file for them to either pay an invoice or you know if you want to be that person, you could go to court over it. Yeah. But, 
I, it's it's not it just, usually man, you been just, worth it for I me. I would really just like people to just to, I think the common courtesy is to, at the very, very least, yeah. is to tag it would the, be nice. the, the photographer. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't always happen. Doesn't always happen. No, it doesn't always happen. Uh, all right. Mark wants to know, um, do you like shooting in color or black and white? It's always color for me. Right. Um, I see some stuff and I, I usually, and again, part of it is being editorial where you have to be, you know, you have all these standards that you have to upkeep. And so when mm-hmm. I submit to Getty or the newspaper, whoever, the, the standard accepted practice is to submit that in color. Yeah. Um, so I'm just trying to recreate the actual color that I saw at the event mm-hmm. um, and not be too yeah. artsy with uh, it. And sometimes, like sometimes I'll go back and I, you, you can kind of see photos that would translate well to, to black and white for yeah. whatever, you know. And you can change it right there, yeah. can't you? Yeah. I mean, I know that you could set it up differently, mm-hmm. you know, for a monochromatic shoot, but yeah, you and, know, and but with you editing, can change it on your on your edit. Yeah, with yeah. editing, there's there's presets, and you can modify everything yeah, yourself. There you and, go. And I I do that with a handful of photos, but for the most part, it's it's usually been, you know, with digital cameras, take photos in color, and the yeah. the clients want them in color, so I keep it in color usually. Gotcha. Uh, Coach McFerrin from uh, the Trinity Christian. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know what is what's I don't know what it is, but he wants to know what's the best puzzle. The best puzzle? Yeah, do you, you do puzzles? Uh, usually around the holidays with family. Uh, my wife is into puzzles, so we okay. have a, a bunch of boxes at home. Maybe he knows something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. That's that's a tough one. If he's yeah. talking literal physical puzzles, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. I hate puzzles. The by greatest the way. puzzle in life is trying to. I don't know. Make yeah. Friends. Yeah. <laughs> and we're gonna get deep. Yeah. Uh, I, I say I hate puzzles. Yeah. I know. I can use that word. I hate puzzles. Yeah. Like, I think. To me, I think it's in German. It's a German word, and I think it means headache. Okay, that it doesn't, but that's just what I like to yeah. think. German words are, yeah. are good for a lot of things too. And, yeah. So, yeah. and same thing uh, in Japanese, Sudoku means headache. So, because I hate it, man. I've I struggle with those. Oh, I don't. Oh, I don't even try. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it's just like really. I haven't in a long time, but I. They're, they're that's tough. really not what those words mean, people. But it's it's a. Uh, it's what I think they mean. Like I look at it and yeah. I get a headache immediately, yeah. and I'm like, "Well, that's probably what headache is in no. that language." So kind of go cross-eyed looking at things. Oh, dude. Ugh. So, Zyler uh, Buchanan, what's your favorite team to shoot? Would you say Sod Poodles? <laughs> it has been the Sod Poodles. Yeah. Um, they're a lot of fun. Honestly, last year shooting tech basketball was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, the run that they went on and they just had uh, yeah. they had a lot of fun playing and were a lot of fun to shoot. And, Do you get I to mean, go travel like, to, like if they go to the tournament? Like no, no. Um, I, I only shoot their home games, and mm. usually um, I'll shoot a handful of pre-conference and then all the, the mm. conference games for that. Um, man, not not specifically just the Sod Poodles. For me, it is the Sod Poodles. Right. But being a team photographer is just different. Um, you have a lot more access and an actual relationship with the Yeah, with that's the what I say. You staff. probably build relationships with some yeah. of those guys. And so yeah. it, it's just a lot different from you know being on the sidelines. And, and mm-hmm. if people know you, it's only because of you know being on Instagram. And these people kind of know me because they see me on a daily basis or every other weekend basis yeah, yeah. and like i'm taking their portraits when they first show up and meeting them there and, yeah. and sending them photos every night yeah. um and just being a bit closer with them and and it's it's just a lot of fun to be yeah. a team photographer jet wants to know what's the best cap rock game you've ever shot <laughs> uh man it's it's gotta be trinity versus trimble tech that was pretty good game yeah. i mean i don't know there's probably been some really good cap rock tournament yeah. games but i man Again, there's so many of those, and I try to be careful with how much I schedule, especially yeah. you know now with with having a baby, I'm not going to be shooting you know 16 yeah. games in a week, right? Um, but that that night, I shot all four championship games, and and definitely the Trinity one is the one that I remember the most. Yeah. And part of it has to do with you know what that photo wound up doing yeah. and talking about that over, crazy. over time. That photo's yeah. so good, and 
how do you okay so we're talking earlier this week like hey uh, we could do like friday today's right. friday and, and i'll put this episode out today and uh but like you're like if i don't pick anything up how do you pick something up like how does that process work like the, who contacts you yeah. And, yeah um so so like tonight i'm shooting uh lubbock high girls for hub city preps hub city preps and, oh yeah and so that and, and randy is, right randy does yes yeah, randy, randy. Does that yep and so that is either he'll contact me early in the week and say, hey, are you available mm-hmm. um, any day this week? Or I'll reach out and say, hey, I could shoot for you Friday if you need me to. Yeah. Um, stuff like that. And and usually it's it's like that. It's the same deal. If I shoot for the newspaper or with Getty, they kind of schedule things out and say, hey, yeah. are you available for these different games? And yeah. so it's just kind of a conversation between the two. And everyone that I've worked with has always been uh, so great about understanding if I'm not available. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm honest about, Hey, I have the flu or I'm having a baby literally, you know, <laughs> yeah. two days before that yeah. or different things like that. Um, and so it's, it's always nice when, you know, you, you feel bad when you say, Hey, I'm a, I'm unavailable, but right. the, the people that I work with are like, no, it's understandable. Yeah, this, for sure. Again, this is a side job for me anyways. I have, yeah. I have a full time job working for Cobalt Banker doing marketing for them. And so, mm-hmm. Um, Wait I, a minute. What? Yes. See, we're just now learning this. Yeah. So you have a full time job. Like, these shooting these games isn't your job. Correct. What the hell have we been doing this whole time, John? So you you do marketing for Caldwell Banker? Yes. The the Amarillo office. Right. Yeah. But is that photography though? Uh, it's not usually. Okay. Um, there's been a little bit of photography, but it's not like listing photography for all the houses that they sell. I see. Yeah. Um, a lot of it is website and social media maintenance, mm-hmm. um, graphic design for any you know postcards or emails that they send out. Yeah. Campaigns like that. Um, it's managing literally the marketing and advertising for mm-hmm. um, the real estate company and the agents that work. I got you. Yeah. Now, last question. I mean, it's from me. Do you sometimes, you know, because everybody has a camera, right, in their phone. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, I know you probably take pictures with your phone. Yes. But do you, do you go, what the hell is this? I mean, are you, are you like, I'm, I'm above this, taking a picture with my phone? Uh, I, I don't think so. Um, part of it is, um, the a the the cameras have gotten a lot better. Yeah. Um, like the the 14 Pro with the multiple different cameras and the quality of that is really good and and you can customize things within that too which a lot of people don't care about mm-hmm. um, but even some of that being able to, to lock focus or change the lighting of it and different things is is still great yeah and luckily at this point um, iPhones haven't quite replaced the gigantic lenses that I have invested a ton of money in. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if, I know if those they, cameras. Did, you know, you always have like three with you. Yeah. I, when I see you shoot, you yeah. always have like three cameras yes. with you. And I mean, I know those things aren't cheap. And you yeah. buy those yourself, right? Yeah. 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 That's that's an investment, man. You have to make an investment in that. It's one of those. Literally, when I bought the biggest lens and camera that I have. Uh, I had to make a PowerPoint presentation to my wife of saying, Hey, this, <laughs> this is, is how what? much these cost. <laughs> this is the potential return on investment that we have. And, and every time that I've made one of those purchases, it eventually pays for itself. And, yeah. and again, that was one of those things where I bought the big camera and lens uh, in 2019 when I just started working for the Sod Poodles. And right after that, got brought on with Getty. Yeah. And if I didn't have that professional equipment, I really don't know if, if that happens. And yeah. so, man, that's paid off you know several times over by Absolutely. Now. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, John, man, thank you so much for joining me today, man. I wanted to have you on. I wanted to pick your brain and get behind. I wanted to get, I wanted to hear the guy talk that takes these freaking amazing pictures. I mean, they're just amazing. Yeah. Thank you. I, I, I really enjoy talking about it and trying not to get too nerdy about the technical parts of it, but it's, it's fun to talk yeah, about what you enjoy yeah. for sure. Yeah. We can nerd out all day, man. Yeah. So we didn't even, t- we only mentioned Star Wars once. I didn't know you were a fan. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm not, I mean, like, not, not the crazy fan, but I mean, I've I watched you know Andor. Is. Yeah, you yeah. watched Andor? Yeah, freaking yeah. awesome. It's great. Yeah, I loved it, man. It's so good, absolutely. And it's getting. I mean, it was. It's like their like their least watched show, Star Wars show that they released on Disney, which is kind of ironic because everyone's talked about how great it Rogue is. One is, and, and then it's, it's the prequel it's, to that. And, Rogue One's my favorite Star Wars movie, yeah. and it is. Oh man, it's so good. All right, I could go on and on. We, we could do another five hour episode if I start talking about Star Wars. Next time, so, we'll be Star Wars. There you go. Absolutely, yeah. John. Thank you so much, man. Thank you. For and having uh, me. I appreciate it. You go out and, and, and shoot those games, That's man. Right. Get get keep, keep putting out those pictures, man. They're beautiful. Uh, they're a piece. You. They're a piece of art. So. Uh, that's John Moore the Third. Hey, listen, next week, uh, the next episode, Emily Jones will be on. So that's going to be really, really fun. Email the show, winloserpodcast at gmail.com. Once again, appreciate you listening and uh, appreciate John Moore the Third for stopping in today for today's episode. And I end my podcast like I ended all my phone calls in the 90s. Peace.